And welcome, Rooster Booster. Uh, Rooster Boosters. Wow, look at that, Rob. <laughs> oh, Went into the wrong on, show. Rooster Keep Boosters pro. Tuesday show. If you're a Rooney fan, follow us at Rugby United uh, Fan Supporters Group Ooh, on Facebook. That. that was my plug. <laughs> yeah, listen, I, I I run the fan club, Rex. Come on. Uh, and welcome, Rugby Rant fans. I'm the big guy, Scott Ferrar. That's Rob the Hammer, Hammerschmidt. And if our buddy Ty Braga was available today, I'm sure he wanted to screw up that intro as badly as I did. But it's Monday night, and you guys know what that means. It's time for a nice run pass or kick interview oh i gotta love it so yeah if you don't you see him on our screen scott big guy we've been working on this one for for a couple (laughs) months and we were supposed to have bryce on uh during the season and then he he ran into a bit of a bad luck in that game with a concussion so um i'm thrilled to have bryce on finally it's been an interview i've been looking forward to so well since rob hammerschmidt took it from me bryce welcome to the show (laughs) Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on, guys. I'm going to be here. Absolutely. So let me go through a little bit of uh, of your CV since Rob kind of blew up that my intro. Uh, collegiate All-American at Indiana University. Uh, rugby Sevens, All-American. Glen, uh, Glendale Raptors, London Irish. Currently on the AGs. Obviously, USA Eagle, number 497. Uh, first cap against Romania, and Bryce Campbell is on the show, everybody. Um, so let's let's talk about one of our sponsors, though, because obviously I'm having trouble remembering the intro. And CanIBrands.com can actually set me straight. You know, the Can yeah. I Refresh is something that gets me, you know, to the place I need to be to actually stay up as late as I need to to get these done efficiently, timely, do a good edit. Hopefully not screw up the intro next week, you know, things like that, or screw up the intro to the rugby ran on Thursdays. Um, but I use the um, the spray, and, and Rob has seen it before. They come in droplets or sprays, and just, you know, seven or eight sprays in the mouth, three or four minutes, I get a nice, you know, refreshing uh, um, kick state, you know, a kick. It, it gets me where I need to be, like I said, midday or midnight, you know, as uh, as we're here in, on the East Coast. Um and, uh, and you know, between that and the Can I Boost in the morning, it gives you a little bit of caffeine. Of course, all their products are 0% THC. Um, you know, you, if it's not going to get – it's not addictive. It's not going to get you, you know, high or anything like that. But it does help you move forward a little bit in your day piece by piece. Uh, the Can I Mend, which is something the little hammer our buddy Preston might want to put on his injury um, from the uh, LU match against Marion, uh, splitting his fingers wide open there, scoring his, uh, his, his second try. Uh, good job, Preston. Anyway, go to canibrands.com and use the code RANT25 to get 25% off your entire order. Again, use the code RANT25 at canibrands.com. Any orders over $49, free shipping in the continental United States. And again, this is a product that I've purchased with my own money um, because I believe in it and it works and we love it. So go to canibrands.com, use the code RANT25. Rob, tell the new viewers if they don't know what the RPK is, how it works. Well, the RPK, Run Pass or Kick, is a unique interview style that we brought to the podcast and basically works a little like this. We're going to pose questions to Bryce, and we're going to give him three choices, just like any good uh, member of the back line. He's going to have three choices in front of him. He can run with the ball, which we know Bryce likes to do a lot of. He can go ahead and pass the ball, uh, or he can go ahead and say that he wants to kick it, and that's his chance to put us on the defensive, uh, make us work a little bit. Uh, and have a little fun with us, and we have to basically answer in his stead, and he can grade us out, tell us we were shite, tell us we were golden, uh, or follow up with some details. But either way, it gives him a chance to put pressure on us. So, uh, Bryce Campbell, are you ready, Captain America, for the Run Pass or Kick Challenge? I'm ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Well, I got the first one. Uh, shout out to my girl at work, Veronica, because uh, she was talking about something and it, it made me formulate this question. So, Bryce, run, pass, or kick? 
You're going to a Halloween party with an Eagles teammate, and you guys are doing a buddy costume. Which teammate are you going with, and what is the costume? <laughs> this is a good one. I, sh- I should just run with. Um, yeah, I'll run with it. Uh, got quite a few teammates to to choose from here. Um, first one off the head would probably have to be Will McGee. Um, we're close friends, teammates here in Austin. Uh, we were teammates back in Glendale back in the day and uh, been around each other a lot. What would we be? Hmm. Um, Got to get one that you're together so they, <laughs> you know, they fit. Um, I think we, it's um, a stumper, Rob. It's a stumper. We'd, pro- yeah, we'd probably, you know, me, Will, and uh, Dylan Fawcett had an old nickname for ourselves called uh, the Deathly Hallows. Uh, <laughs> and when 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 Butch was at at Hooker and Will at ten and I'm at twelve, so I'd go with the Harry Potter theme, and um, uh, yeah, be the um, what are the the ghost things called? Oh the, oh uh, god, the, uh, oh, Dementor. oh Dementors, yeah, the Dementors, Dementors yeah, yeah. Be a couple of those things. <laughs> That's there awesome, man. That's great. That uh, I love. First of all, I love Dylan. Um, I would have went. I would have said Bryson, Dylan, Mario, and Luigi because Dylan always has the facial hair, so all he has to do is cut off the goatee. And you're kind of getting that five o'clock shadow deal, so you, you almost got a mustache there. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a bad shot either. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, folks, Halloween's coming up, and and obviously uh, everybody, you know. I know at the Chicago Blaze, where I play, they, they loved having the Halloween party. So go out there and celebrate. Uh, be the Deathly Hallows or, or maybe just be a cow, uh, you know, in the great state of Texas. You know, they like to eat steak and, and stuff down there. But we're going to move on to the next question, not talk about Texas yet. We're going to talk about someplace near and dear to Bryce's heart. That would be Indianapolis and the Indiana, the state of Indiana. Um, Indianapolis and the, and the state of Indiana itself, for those who don't know or aren't from the Midwest, is a quiet hotbed for high school rugby. Um, Bryce, run past or kick, when coming out of Cathedral High School, did you have intentions of making rugby a profession? Uh, I'll run with that one. Um, should be pretty easy to answer. Um, did I have intentions to make rugby a profession? Yes. Did I think it was you know, likely or very possible? Not really. Um, yeah, I went down to Indiana University to join my brother. He's two years older than me. Um, the program, you know, it had, you know, ups and downs in its history, but was kind of turning a corner and, and starting to really compete, at least definitely in, in the Big Ten. And then uh, later on, we did on the national stage. But um, I just loved the game and, and wanted to go down there and join join with him and play a couple more years with him. Um, I was lucky enough to play on a high school All-American team while I was at uh um, cathedral. So I knew I was one of the, the kids in the, in the higher ranks. Um, didn't really know how or where I was going to try to become professional, but um, it just kind of happened along the way. Um, yeah, I've had some great coaching at IU, uh, Sarasopa Inari. I mean, he's from Samoa, but um, has lived a lot of his life in New Zealand. So the kind of plan was um, he was going to hook me up with a club in New Zealand. And I was going to go down there and work uh, after I graduated. And then things kind of just took off and that never happened. because I kicked on with the Eagles while I was at IU and then 
uh, joined with, with Glendale after I graduated and things kind of took off from there. Yeah, it's uh, for those of you that don't follow collegiate rugby, you know, Big Ten rugby is very competitive. I mean, I know you guys hear the cows and London Woods of Lives, but, you know, Big Ten rugby is, is rough and tumble. Um, you know, you, we mentioned you played at Indiana, um, and particularly you were on a team that played Cal in the quarterfinals. Um, you know, Indiana's a very competitive program. We're, we're going to get back towards the top tier of collegiate programs. So run, pass, or kick. In order for rugby to grow, does it need to work towards becoming recognized by the NCAA? Uh, you know what? This is a perfect one for me to kick. <laughs> well, Rob knows I have an opinion on this. And while I am a big NCAA detractor for most things, I do feel like letting NCAA take over collegiate rugby gets the egos out of it right now because then it's under one roof. And how good or bad that is, because we know what the NCAA is now, um, you know, whatever. Um, but the way we have it now where it's so partitioned out, it just, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't, you know, people can't even follow it. Luckily guys like Goff put out his own rankings because, you know, it's really hard to follow between Nescro and all that stuff. So, you know, I, I do think eventually to you want to be the best and you want to become competitive and you want to be that top tier program, you have to go with the NCAA. So probably you're going to add your two cents there or is that it? <laughs> well, I would I would agree. I think the it's like collegiate rugby is like the Wild West right now. Everybody wants to you know to have their own piece of the pie, and nobody's willing to share it with anybody else. And you know, I agree with Scott in the sense that at least NCAA would put everybody under one roof with one set of rules, with one set of standards, and it would make it a little easier for fans of of rugby to follow. And I think that's particularly important when you talk about the draft. You know, how do we find yeah. out more about kids that are coming out of college, unless we can do a better job at, at, at um, identifying who these young, talented men and women um, and uh, are coming out of college and playing at high-level programs. So, I mean, you know, the one thing I, you want to say, too, Rob, is the one thing NCAA is good at is putting out independent uh, player profiles. You know what I mean? When you hear the Heisman candidates, NCAA is pushing those people. When they have the top, you know, I think University of Michigan had, I think, four top picks in the first five picks in this year's NHL draft. And you heard about their names because the NCAA pushed them and they could do the same thing for rugby. Right. How do we do Bryce? Good. Good. Uh, I, I would agree with everything you guys have said. Um, it being under NCAA would really put the, put the sport on the next level. Um, it would even the playing field for, for mm -hmm. a lot of the schools as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, with, with title nine, you can just bring in the men and women and hopefully that's not too much of an issue. Heck yeah. Um, but do I think it has to go that way? No. Um, I think we can, you know, continue to really push D1A and the way things are now and just uh, from individual schools to put their best foot forwards and clubs to really lean on their alumni and, 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 and push it forward. But because um, I think I don't think the NCAA is, you know, extremely short term. So schools you know, individual clubs need to put their hands up and try to make mm -hmm. it as best they possibly can. Um, and we'll make the draft as good as we, as we can. Um, but it, end goal NCAA would be the best thing for, for collegiate rugby. Yeah. Hey, Bryce, by the way, speaking of college rugby, uh, you and I have uh, somebody in common. Um, while you were at IU, you were coached by a friend of the rugby rant, David fee, right? Um, 
So run, pass, or kick. How important was it to have a coach that had been there and done that on a USA rugby scene? Uh, I'll, I'll run with that one. Um, so my time at IU with, with Dave Fee was, was pretty brief. Um, he, he coached a lot of our, our sevens my um, junior, senior year. Sorry, just senior year. He coached my senior year, and I was, I was away with the Eagles for most of it. Um, but – I don't know if you got you guys remember, but we we did pretty pretty darn good in that um, CRCs. And unfortunately, I, mm-hmm. I wasn't able I wasn't able to play with the team. I was getting ready to play against Ireland on the weekend in, in New York. But um, yeah, he he brought so much so much confidence to the guys and um, credibility um, down to our program and and showed the guys that they they can they can compete with these teams and beat these um, teams that you know on paper have a, a, a bit more support than than we would. Um, so yeah, I think it was it was incredibly important to have have that in our in our corner. I think it's uh, funny that he he got out of hanging out with Fee by saying, "Oh, I got selected for the Eagles. See ya, I'm in New York." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also, um, that uh, collegiate all or sorry, the um, high school All American Sevens team. So, mm-hmm. what was it four or five years earlier? Um, he was one of our coaches, so I'd known I had known him already. You know, we like to bust Fee's chops. You know, I was making yeah. fun of him during the Premier Rugby Sevens the entire time. It was it was fun. We we have a ton of fun with him, and he's a recurring guest, so we love to have him on. You know, um, so the next question: uh, Run, pass, or kick? Your USA teammate and center partner Marcel Brocky uh, will be united. You guys will be united in Austin during the 2022 season. Run, pass, or kick? How much of an advantage is it to having a backline pairing that has kind of already had a connection between you guys going into the new MLR season? I'll run with run with this one. Um, I don't know if we could have found a better signing than Marcel uh, over this off season. Um, not only what he brings on the field, but uh, any anyone that's met him, um, he's probably the best guy you can have in, in the changing rooms. Um, his experience, uh, his leadership, um, just his work ethic is top notch, and uh, he's going to bring you know a lot of firepower for us on the field, but. He'll also bring a lot of experience and leadership to our to our um, team. Um, having played with him is is fantastic. Um, he communicates so well. He's so dynamic. Uh, he understands the game uh, heck of a lot better than I do, to be honest. But um, yeah, what, if he's in the centers with me, the best thing about Marcel is he can play in center, wing, fullback. You can you can stick him in a lot of places, and and he looks right at home. Um, so I just can't wait for him to get down here to Austin. Uh, he'll probably get down here next month. Um, we'll start start going. That's awesome. So, uh, fan, I mean, for fans out there, we assume now you're back in Austin and you're living down there, and you're settled in, getting just getting ready to, to maybe get some R and R and getting ready and geared up for training camp in a month. You said, huh? Yeah, exactly. Uh, got back um, was it Sunday Sunday evening. Um, yeah, at least my fiance and I live down here uh, year round. Uh, she works down here in Austin, which makes it really good. Um, but yeah, just R and R, get get some some time away from rugby, um, just look after the body, and and then uh, be back in probably around end of November, start of December. Cool, cool, uh, awesome. I, I'm sure fans down there in uh, Austin love to hear that. You guys will be ready to rock and roll. I know there's a lot of fans that are chomping at the bit to get another MLR season. I, I know you're probably, as Cam Dolan said, he, you guys are probably like, eh, I get to use a couple weeks off. The body's been mm-hmm. going at a pretty high temperature. 
for a while now. So speaking of the AGs and their previous iterations, uh, what the Elite, <laughs> the Herd, whatever they were called, uh, they were four thirty and one from twenty eighteen to twenty twenty. Yet you guys went ten and six in twenty twenty one. Run past or kick, would you consider this turnaround and the AG's 2021 season a success? Uh, I'll run. I'll run again. We run, run, run. Um, <laughs> absolutely, I think it was a success uh, for the for the program, um, for the organization. Uh, to have a, have a winning record was it was definitely a success. Was Did we accomplish our goals that we set out at the beginning of the season? No. Um I believe we had a team that we could we could have won the finals with, and uh, everyone in our group, you know, we expected that, and uh, we fought to till we couldn't fight anymore um, for that to happen. Um, and I and I think now this the expectation for this next season, um, make the playoffs and, and win the championship, um, and I think that's what Austin deserves, and uh, I think we have the group to do it. Yeah, I mean, if the if we were to use the playoff structure that we expect to see in 2022, you would obviously would have three teams in the playoffs and, you know, anything can happen once you get to that point. Right. I mean, you can battle it out with, you know, between second and third, it would have been uh, Utah. And um, you cert- you guys certainly had the ability to, to put them on ice and, and, and put up a good showing against uh, and, and battle it out with, with LA. Um, so it's going to be real nice to see you, you guys in the mix. You certainly are. They're, putting a team on the pitch that's going to be uh, super competitive and look to, to get to those finals matches in 2022. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and honestly, I, if I was rather wanting to put in 2020 <laughs> in that, cause I don't think that counts for anybody's season with the way it went. But uh, so the next question is kind of almost a part two to that run pass or kick um, to what would you attribute this turnaround in 2021 to? Um, I think it just it starts at the top. It starts with our owner Adam Gilchrist um, uh, bringing the right people on board. Um, we've got um, Mike Sheehan, um, general manager, who's he's doing a great job on corporate side of things and uh, getting us some exposure down here in Austin. Um, and Mike Ablett, uh, another man- team manager who's been here since the beginning. He's he's one of the only guys that has, has been here since the start, um, and he he provides a lot of um, experience with the previous organization because it's it's practically a, a, a brand new thing. Bar um, Mike Ablett and uh, a few of the players that have been around, um, and then I think yeah, the the biggest thing is, is the coaching staff um, with um, Mark Yard and, and Sam Harris leading the charge, and then the couple of player coaches that we have. Um, they're just we've really got the right the right people to get it done. Um, we brought in Simon Thomas from the Crusaders as our um, head of, I don't know what his title is now, he does so much, but he's our head of form and strength and conditioning coach. Um, and then having big, big WAPA, Jamie McIntosh, and Isaac Ross here um, is, <laughs> is pretty special. So we just got a, a great group, uh, great leadership at the top, and um, we keep keep getting good guys uh, down with me uh, in the playing squad. Um, so just getting the right people in the building was the biggest thing. It seems like there's a whole different vibe than there was from two seasons ago, right? I mean, and you're right. I think that starts with leadership at the top, and the leadership is clearly uh, much, much, much improved. And um, I've been so impressed with Sam Harris. I mean, what a tremendous job that he does and mm-hmm. connects with the rugby community in a, in a special way. Uh, very impressive organization. 
Uh, and you can tell from the outset once the season was starting that it was going to be a different vibe down there. And it was really awesome to see. Certainly awesome to see you guys be super, super competitive uh, this um, this last season. Um, if the limited 2020 and full 2021 season told us anything, it's that winning the Texas Cup is a point of pride. Dallas is being added to the mix in 2022, and Houston seems to have a new focus. So, Bryce, run past or kick. Will the boys target those games with both Dallas and Houston with just a bit more focus and intensity this upcoming season? Uh, I guess we'll find out. I, I think that's uh... – Every game's gonna gonna be very significant and uh, require a lot of focus and intensity. But um, when you're playing for a bit of hardware, it does make it that much more special. And we want to be the rulers of Texas, so um, yeah, I think it, it will it will bring a little bit more out of us um, for those few, couple weeks. Awesome, that's good to hear. I uh, although I think I gotta be honest, I think I'm gonna out the big guy. I think he's picking Dallas in this new season to win the. I got screwed by Dallas last season. I, 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 so, now, Bryce, I picked so, Dallas on a Thursday, and the next Tuesday they're like, by the way, we're not playing in 2021. I was like, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> and now he's still going to pick him again, so boo. I'm, we'll behind the, I'm behind the AGs, my brother. I'm behind the AGs. Don't forget who's backing you. All right, hey, we're going <laughs> to – Sorry, I lo- <laughs> lost it there for a second, but I'm back. <laughs> Sorry, I lost you guys there for a second, but I'm back. No, no problem. Worries, we were talking amongst ourselves, trust me. <laughs> Hey, somebody else uh, who backs us is Tighthead Brewing Company, the Chicago's premier location to watch rugby and enjoy quality ales and lagers for all seasons. Located in Mundelein, Illinois, in the heart of Lake County, owner Brewster and the Tighthead staff will ensure you are kept well hydrated so you don't miss a single scrum. Tighthead's tap room is like the familiar rugby clubhouse in which friends and teammates can enjoy, socialize, and Consume a wide variety of brews on tap. Hey, Chicago, when you want rugby, Tight Ed Brewing Company will satisfy your thirst. Tight Ed, it's worth more than a try. So, Bryce, we're going to jump on over to the tight, uh, sorry, quick tap. So we were just uh, talking about tight head and talking about beer. I'm going to start off with an easy one here. Might hit a little close to home since you make your, your new home down there in uh, Austin. So, better beer. Hopzilla or Shinerbach? Uh, am I allowed to answer that one? I don't know if I'm allowed to answer that one. Are we sponsored by one of them? Uh-oh. <laughs> Rob might be getting me in trouble. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to go with Hopzilla. Don't worry. Not a lot Good of people choice. watch this show, so I think you'll be fine. Um, right. Yeah, I'll stay, with, I'll stay with that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is I've, I've been down to Austin a couple of times, and and I always a good shine. I always enjoyed a good shiner, but that was before Hopzilla was was even created. So shout out to Hopzilla. All right, scarier prop, ready? Scarier prop, Larome Speed or Jamie McIntosh's size? Larome Speed. <laughs> it's just unnatural. Guy. It's just plain unnatural. We have to check his, his prop that, credentials. That'll... That'll also get under big Wapa's skin. So, <laughs> like, what I want to see is somebody come out with the replays that has the the speedometer on them or something like that, or a little flash behind it that turns like turns like from yellow to red when he puts on the afterburners. I'd like to see that happen behind behind Romy, man, because that dude can motor. All right, off weekend out in Austin. Are you sporting cowboy boots or the cowboy hat? Oh, is that? Can I do that? 
Uh, I'll, 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 I'll probably go uh, boots. Boots. Okay. Did you have a pair of boots coming from uh, the Hoosier State? Um, I actually, I do have a pair of boots, but I, I got them <laughs> when I was in Arizona, like right before I moved here. So I can't say that I, I had them in Indiana, okay. but I did acquire <laughs> some before I got here. So can you really call yourself a Hoosier then? I mean, seriously. <laughs> we're, we're not all farm folk in Indiana. Okay. No. <laughs> I know. I'm just busting you. I'm just busting your chops. All right. Oh God. All right. More Texas pulled pork or brisket. Easy. Uh, brisket. Yeah. If he there didn't say go. brisket, they might cut his contract. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, all right. Here we go. Last one. Uh, and I, I, I designed this one. I feel, to, by the way, I, I feel personally attacked in this question, by the way. It, that was intentional with this question. It was certainly <laughs> intentional. All right. More pressure. Is it on Jim Harbaugh for Michigan football or Mike Woodson from IU basketball? Uh, probably Mike Mike Woodson. I would say this particular week it's Jim Harbaugh. Michigan's undefeated going into yeah. East Lansing to play little brother. And if he doesn't if they don't complete and, and they don't go eight no and, and have that win against uh, the Spartans, uh, people will be screaming. But that's just my opinion. Hammer knows this. <laughs> so, yeah, you know. We need to get IU basketball going in the right direction. Yeah, well, Michigan yeah. basketball is on the rise. Can't, you know, can't can't talk much about that. Juwan Howard has us rolling. Anyway, let's get back to some rugby. And speaking of rugby, one of our sponsors is Rugby Coffee. Our friends at Rugby Coffee um, make delicious coffee, make del- make great tumblers. I mean, we, we have tumblers. We have coffee cups. We have delicious whole bean roasted coffee. Uh, Jue Jue is Rob's favorite. Um, Darker roast, a little more bold. I like the crowd favorite, which is the North American blend. Um, It it hits me right in the morning. I drink, I literally drink it every morning. Me and Rob talk about our coffee a lot. Um, And I, I, although I do do iced coffee, no matter what it's, it could be snowing two degrees in New York, still hitting the iced coffee, but it's always rugby coffee. Um, And as you guys know, we've been saying it now for the past year, rugby coffee takes 10% of their um, earnings and they put it into youth rugby in Canada and the United States. Um, So head over to rugby coffee to get some amazing coffee and help youth rugby at the same time. Right? Cause it's, this show is about growing uh, rugby one fan at a time and rugby coffee is about growing rugby one player at a time. Rugby coffee. It's a way of life. So I got the next question. Um, this is a, an interesting question. You know, Rob, I got to be honest, Rob picks some questions sometimes that until I read them, I went, I never would have even thought that. And I think this is a great question. So in 2019, the elite were lucky to sell 500 tickets. In 2020, the AGs developed a huge following and Bold Stadium had this awesome game day strategy and energy. Run, pass, or kick. How important is this energy and growing the fan base to the team during the course of a game? Uh, run with that one. Um, anyone who's come, you know, to to a game at, at Bold Stadium this past season understands how much fun it was and and the crazy energy. It, it was it was incredible, and that's that's what it's all about. It's that's what's going to grow this league is, is getting fans in, in seats and uh, making the, the game days exciting. Um, obviously, the, the rugby is is about most importance, but uh, the fan experience as well uh, is what we, we really did a good job of, of this season. Um, and it just gives us so much energy on the field um, when we got people people screaming and hollering and having a good time. 
Absolutely. And most most of it comes from from Noxy, doesn't it? Like the guy is so full of energy, it seems like he's going to pass out right on the side of the field just because of oxygen deprivation. Because he just doesn't. He, let he his gets him going, free. man. He gets. He I mean, I got to be honest. Gets the people going. <laughs> the one of the things the Rooster Boosters were talking about, you know, we we're wait, waiting in bated breath for the schedule because if we have an away against the AGs this year, we were talking about making that one of our places to go for an away match, you know, and there's a reason for it because you guys do have a great game day. What did uh, Commissioner Killebrew call it? Rugby tainment, right? Um, and you guys definitely have it down there. Um, so I I'm, uh, can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah. It'll be exciting this season as well because I think we're, we'll be open up to have full capacity so we'll see if we can't fill out the whole thing that'll be awesome and you know what yeah. another thing and we saw it uh, this weekend this past weekend when you guys were playing the all blacks having a good curtain raiser tell me how you had army navy and the tide going into the last couple minutes you know and and if you if you ask somebody in this country army navy you don't have to even say the sport you say army or navy they will give you an opinion on why they, they think Army or Navy is going to win. So having great curtain raisers in front of these MLR matches, whether it's local collegiate teams, local club teams, or in my opinion, I feel like that they should be partnering with the WPL and you should be having some great women's matches um, going around. So that's just my two cents. <laughs> and, and it is a big two cents, by the way. Um, hey, let's roll forward from and transition from the AGs to the U.S. Eagles. Obviously, this last weekend, huge weekend. Scott talked about it. Curtain raiser, Army, Navy, it flows right into – you know, arguably probably one of the biggest matches that any USA player could encounter, and uh, with the exception of maybe the, uh, the the Rugby World Cup, and that's playing New Zealand. Um, you've earned over 37 caps for the Eagles. Uh, you've played against England. You've played against Ireland. And now you had the opportunity to ruck up against New Zealand. Run, pass, or kick. How special was this most recent match in Washington, D.C. Um, against the All Blacks to you? Uh, I'll, I'll run with this one. Um, the occasion was very special. Um, the buildup was, was incredible. We were looked after so well in, in D.C. Um, and all the people that, that put on the event, uh, Left Field Live, uh, Old Glory, um, uh, what was it called? The, the, just, I think just sports events D.C., I think, I think yes, that's what it was. Event, but yes, they, yes. Uh, they just really, really na- like nailed it with um, – our preparation with our facilities, uh, making sure we were taken care of. But um, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty darn cool to, to say you've, you've played against the All Blacks. Um, it's a shame that the, obviously the game went the way it did. Um, there, are, I'm sure you guys will ask more questions about it. But there's a couple, couple moments in the game that were that were really, really good. Most of them weren't that way. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll just, we'll just learn from it. Um, it was a great occasion. Had a, a lot of friends there, family there. Um, it's great for the, the sport in the states to have a, a stadium filled up like that, over forty thousand people, um, and it looked like everyone was having a good time. So, mm-hmm. uh, for growing the game, um, it was really cool. Yeah, and uh, I do think. I'm oh, sorry. Go wrap. No, no, I gotta ask, Bryce. So I saw a lot of photos. I wasn't able to go to the game. My wife's birthday took precedence, um, but um, you know, a lot of a lot of jerseys were exchanged. I mean. Uh, did you exchange your jersey with with uh, an all black player? I mean, or is that like something you want to hold on to because you know at the bottom of the jersey stitch that it's the all blacks in Washington D.C. Um, yeah, I traded. What is it? Uh oh. Here it is. Yeah, and Nor, his first cap. There it is. Oh, that's really, really. 
Yeah, he was actually. This isn't actually the one he wore. So they were looking up. Oh. He he got he got two of them because it was his first his first cap. But uh, yeah, so have one of those. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I keep I keep some some of my jerseys, but most of them I I like mm-hmm. like to trade because it's you know it's just something you'll never get a chance to do again. Exactly, uh, and especially if you're you're uh, if you're getting a player that you know you respect and you know and. You know, you might not be playing against that player ever again. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. it's like that sometimes. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was going to say, um, the the next question is is kind of similar, but it's from a player's perspective, like as a as a rugby player, not the fanfare of the haka and and the moment and you know being in the big stage, but like technically and and on the sports side, what makes the All Blacks special from a player's perspective? Um, yeah, I'll run with it. Uh, you, you guys saw it in the game. Um, just the instinctiveness of everything they do. Um, you see how, how well they support each other. They anticipate little line breaks and they're always there and ready, uh, to, to support. Um, it's just, and just the accuracy, the, mm-hmm. every pass is pin, pinpoint right in front. Um, guys are hitting on the ball at pace. Uh, so like it's 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 like the perfect version of the of the game. Like it's how you want to play, and they're doing it. And it's 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 incredible to see, and it's very frustrating to play against. Oh, I bet, I bet. But hey, we sc- first time we scored tries against the All Blacks, and we scored two of them. So that's mm-hmm. that's you know nothing to to not wave your hat about, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. I think it's time kind of like you're watching the perfect tape of a rugby match happening in front of you, right? It's everything the coach, the coaches yell at you about when you make a mistake in practice and they're doing it successfully and limiting those mistakes. I mean, that's how I felt watching it. I went, Ooh, you know, I could see this is where I would have made the mistake. You know what I mean? And I'm a terrible rugby player. So I can only imagine being on the field and at their level and seeing it unfold in front of you, how frustrating it. I think frustration is probably the, the best word to describe it as an athlete on the field with them. It was, it was, what, what amazed me is you hit the nail on the head there when you were talking about the amount of support they give one another. Like there were so many times as I'm watching and they had the overhead shot either from one of the, from one of the end zones or uh, tri zones, um, they would show, you know, the ball carrier and there would be five guys around them ready to receive a pass. And mm-hmm. it wasn't just once or twice. It was every time there was a break, there were guys there to support, support the runner. And mm-hmm. all they did was take one look, boom, they make the pass. Um, it's so right, so instinctual. It was, it was incredible to watch them play. So um, now I'm going to take us forward a little bit and kind of zoom out rather than just focus on the All Blacks game. I'm sure many people watch. I'm going to zoom out a bit. Um, you know, after a little bit of a COVID layoff, right? I, I think uh, what 16 months or something to that effect. Um, you guys returned to international duty in July. Obviously, playing England, Ireland, picked up with the qualifiers, and then moved into the, you know, the All Blacks. Um, taking all that into account, from July to, you know, Saturday, uh, run, pass, or kick. How would you grade the Eagles after this return to international play? What kind of grade would you give them? Uh, I'll I'll run with this. Um, I expected look, a pass or, we, or a kick, but that's. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> 
But, um, but a good man puts I'll, her I'll hand you, up. I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys answer it as well. But um, <laughs> look, it's there's there's you can make so many so many excuses for you know how you know we performed, um, and regardless of of the scores that that we've put out, we've we've got a really new group of guys and we're, we're building and we're learning and it's, we did a lot of good things or we definitely did a lot of good against England. Second half was incredible. We, we, we fought like hell and we, we ended up only losing by 14 points. And after looking at that game, it was a game that we, we could have actually won. Um, we learned that it's tough to go against uh, Tier One Nation two weeks in a row um, with the game against Ireland, um, and then when we got into Canada, uh, some travel and other issues led to pretty not so good um, performance up in Canada, and then we we bounced right back and, and really got it done the next week in uh, in Glendale, um, Uruguay first round. We should. We feel we should have won that game by thirty, and that that's what that's what did it for us. Um, we should have had that series closed out in, in Glendale, really, and uh, we gave ourselves too much too much to chew off at the end when we went down to Uruguay. Um, and then this last week was was hopefully it was going to be more of a celebration after we qualified, but we didn't we didn't get it done. Um, so take all that in. I'd probably give us maybe a. C minus. Um, mm-hmm. We have done some good things. We we built some combinations. We've got new guys in the mix, and we've played some good rugby at moments. Um, and we work really freaking hard. Um, so that's of utmost importance. Um, but we got a, we got a lot of a lot of things wrong as well. So um, we're going to come back stronger. The one thing is we're going to learn from from these this year. Like so many lessons. Um, and yeah, it's just gonna make it stronger. That's it's funny you say that you're gonna learn from these lessons because we have a really good fan question. Um, I'm gonna put it up here, Andre Fritz. Um, every after every defeat, coach says we learn from it and move on. What was the main thing the Eagles took from this game to build on? Uh, is that this game, like the the, the, game the past the All, All Blacks? Blacks game? Yeah, the, the game against the All Blacks. Um. Stuff because we haven't really dissected it yet. Okay, um, we, that's a that's a honest yeah, answer. You haven't run that. You just happened. You guys then Sundays yeah, it's sun. It's you know, Sundays are travel day or Mondays are travel day. So I'm sure you guys yeah. didn't break it down yet, right? But I mean, yeah. it, if in my opinion, it would just be you know things like just tackling awareness. You know the basics. We we kind of dropped on some of the basics, and that's you know on every that's on every player that wasn't on any player specifically. Um, you know that's just something I noticed. You know, back to basics for tackling, and maybe you know there's a little bit of awe in the you know all blacks in the whole nine yards, you know, and you kind of kind of shake that after the first couple minutes. Um, you know, I, I I think the biggest thing was just getting back to basics and tackling. That from a fan perspective. Yeah, I'd agree with that. It's just, yeah, don't make the the moment more more than it is. It's still a rugby game, and uh, mm-hmm. you still gotta just do your job. Um, but yeah, I think not just tackling, but tackling and covering up the ball uh try to keep them from offloading um just our connection and defense has got to be get a lot better 
um, especially if you're playing against a team like that, um, whether you're going to, you're going to go, go hard and, and shut it down, or if you need to shape off, uh, to the edge, just that connection, um, on either or to try to solve problems together as, as opposed to as individuals and offense. And before Rob gets to the last question, we're just going to remind Bryce after after this question Rob's going to give you. Um, you we're going to give you the, the floor. You could talk about, you know, some shout-outs you want to give, anything you want, organizations that are near to your heart. So start thinking about it. And also before Rob uh, gives this question, we will be talking about the All Blacks USA match on this upcoming uh, episode of the Rugby Rant. Um, that'll be on TRN on Friday and going live uh, the Friday morning and going live through our Facebook on Thursday night. So if you want more opinions about the All Blacks match, want to see what me and hammer have to say come check us out on thursday yeah so i'm going to deliver the last question bryce uh, and again uh, we thank you so much for joining us i know it's really tough to do i'm sure you, you're battered and bruised and would not like nothing better to sit in a good nice uh you know um, ice bath at this point but uh, or maybe you've already done that you'd just rather sit in a hot tub i don't know but I, we appreciate you sharing some time with us. It's really, uh, in, I think it's important to the fans to hear from the captain, and and uh, we love the fact that you're willing to do so. It shows what kind of what kind of stand-up guy you are um, to be willing to do that after such a tough match. Um, so run past your kick with this last one. The Eagles have ha- have a big job ahead of them in 2022 in order to qualify for the Rugby World Cup 2023. So run past your kick. What are three keys to successful qualification against Chile? Uh, I, might as well. I'll, I'll kick this one. What do you guys think? Oh, um, <laughs> I think we have to get back to our um, our roots as far as some of the gameplay. So, for example, like in this All Blacks match, right, we had a two, a four, a five, a six, and a seven that all played together in the MLR in a pack that did rolling malls, and that's something the Eagles do because these guys are on the team, right? So I think we need to get back to that and trust into that rolling mall. And what what it does is it's like an old football adage, right, Bryce? you got to keep them honest, right? So you do what you do well until they stop it, and then when they stop it, you run that fake to Hanko where they fake Dylan inside, and he does a pop pass to Hanko, and you get one of those things where Hanko goes down the sideline for a try, which we all know and love. Um, so that that's one of the things I think that we, sh- we have to keep teams honest. We, we know what we do well. We should continue to do that no matter who the opponent is. And then we can keep them honest that way. And it's kind of like stop us, you know, do it until you stop us. And then figure out what you, the adjustment you need to make after that. Um, that That's my probably my biggest key, Rob. Well, yeah, one of the things that I – like people came away, I think fans came away from the All Blacks match and were kind of like, oh, boy. But the fact that we scored two tries and the fact that we played uh, played fastball out of the ruck when we had possession. I love the fact that we went for it, right? I love the fact that we played, when we had an opportunity, we played attacking rugby. And and we do it well, and I think we'll do it very well against teams that, that are in our tier, right, that, that we can play against. And, and Chile's obviously one of those teams that we should play very well against. So let's play with the ball, right? I, I think that's what fans want to see, at least from my perspective, is, you know, Nate was getting that ball out quick. He was distributing it. Mm-hmm. Get ready to go. He found opportunities to pick and take it up, uh, up, you know, in the channels, in the, in the tight channels. I loved seeing that. You know, um, I thought it was a, a, a lot of fun and entertaining. And we know, obviously, the center combinations are there. We have a Laupete. Um, well, is he a young talent, right? And it's great to see the two yeah. of you guys um, play off one another. Yeah. I'd like to see that combination just 
start hitting some soft shoulders and finding those angles and really running it, running at uh, running at pace. Um, you know, in 2022 against uh, Chile. So, I'll do one one more key for you guys so that we we've all rounded it off. Uh, just massively our um, physicality and defense. Um, mm-hmm. It's been it's been there at times and at times uh, we we haven't gotten that right and um, it's something that we we train really well and for whatever reason, especially like in our game against Uruguay, um, we just right and you know you can tell that when we're at our best in defense, we're a force to be reckoned with. And um, that's what we got to bring down to the uh, qualifiers against Chile. Yeah. I mean, and obviously Rob knows I'm going to stick with talking about forwards because that's what I do. Sorry, Bryce. But I think it starts with your one and your three kind of being nasty in the breakdown. You know, I think, the whoever's at one and three, not just if it, if it, if it's Mullen or, or 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 Dino or something like that, anybody who's wearing the one or three, has to be nasty in that breakdown and get a little testy, ride that line, uh, because you know sometimes when you're that physical, it kind of just freezes guys, especially the first ten minutes of a match. Um, so I think if we could do that and handle our stuff, I think we'll we'll get this win against Chile. Um, so Bryce, the the floor is yours for your your shout out. Uh, yeah. So November's coming up and, um, one thing I'm going to do again, uh, this year is, is Movember, um, raising awareness for, for testicular cancer and men's health. And, uh, yeah, that's something that's, um, just really special and, uh, they've got a really, really cool organization and they, they really do it right. Um, I'll give a shout out to, uh, my, um, alma mater, Indiana university and the, uh, IU men's rugby team. Um, they're, having a pretty, pretty good fall season and, uh, all the best, uh, for the rest of it and winning another, another big 10 title. Um, and then, uh, might as well do one more, one more, uh, alma mater <laughs> cathedral, cathedral fight in Irish, um, and the Royal Irish rugby team, um, near and dear to my heart and, uh, just hope all the best. Yeah, we, awesome. we, we, yeah, we love to hear about, you know, high school rugby, especially I do, because uh, ultimately when you come down to if we can get more and more kids playing, we can really elevate the game in the United States and hopefully one day uh, be, you know, put up, you know, put pressure on the All Blacks. So, um, <laughs> you know, um, so uh, thanks for the shout out, Bryce. It really means a lot, I'm sure, to all those organizations. And yeah, and I use having a great year. Will, she- uh, Will Chevy. Coached him when he was a little guy, and he was good then, and he's tremendous now too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah so, and don't forget to give us our link, uh, your link for November, so we could throw it on our Facebook yeah. groups and stuff like that, so that way you guys can uh, donate and help Bryce reach his goal uh, for November, and you know help testicular cancer uh, men with testicular cancer. And you know, again, uh, we love to hear it. We love it's. It seems as though every person we have on the show has a charitable organization near and dear to their heart and it's not one of those things where they have to think about it it's like boom i know who i want to shout out to because this is important to me and you'll love to see it um bryce again thank you so much for being on uh it was a pleasure having you and again thank you so much for coming on right after um you know an international test match it's like you know i like rob said i can only imagine between traveling you know to the east coast playing against the all blacks traveling back to austin and then being like, oh, I gotta deal with a guy named a guy's name, the big guy in the hammer on a friggin' Monday night. What the hell was I thinking? Why did I say yes to this? But uh Bryce, thank you so much for being on the show. No, you guys make it so much fun. Thanks for having me. 
Uh, it was amazing. And fans, you can catch us every Monday night with an RPK. Uh, I believe next week, uh, uh, one of your teammates, Christian Dyer, is coming on the show. Um, and every Thursday night is our rant episodes. And like I said, one of the um, topics on this week's episode, we're going to break down USA versus the All Blacks. We have Alex Carlson and Mikey, the Grand Poobah Parazzini coming on. And if you guys remember Mikey from the previous episodes, he has an opinion about everything. Typical New Yorker. You know I love my buddy Mikey. Uh, I'm the big guy, Scott Farrar. That's Rob the Hammer, Hammer Schmidt for Bryce Campbell and our buddy Ty, who could not be here tonight. Thank you so much for watching, and we'll see you at the next. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.